CD extras. Technical quality may vary due to impromptu recording. Uh, I am playing in this uh, Worker One Drome Guard. Uh, who else am I playing in this? Groom um, and a couple of others, which I, I can't. Oh, uh, the marketeer at the very beginning. Her name is Yvan. Um, Yvan, apparently, is how you uh, pronounce it. And she is not German at all. She's German? N- she's not German or Norwegian or Swedish. She's actually from the south side of Glasgow. <laughs> so if it was being from Sweden myself, it was quite a stretch to be able to do the Scottish accent. The very first words uttered in the episode after the tannoy are in fact mine. Dominic Frisby. So you, it seems clear to me that you have been employed upon the basis that you are adept at doing lots of different voices. Um, I, I'm quite good at uh, doing voices. I mean, there's there are imp- I'm not very good at doing impressions. There's uh, impressionists who are uh, much better than I, uh, but I am fairly versatile. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was a good script. I it was a very good script. Susanna York. You know, I remember since the days when I was nine and I played the oldest ugly sister, having been madly disappointed not to play Cinderella, to be cast as Cinderella, but getting my first laugh as the ugly sister and realising the baddies are the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought the Queen of Termites sounded good fun. Susanna, on that, uh, that first speech of our mother, mm-hmm. when you have the, um, the uh, it's hard to focus, mm-hmm. I think make, it, make a little bit more of the... Uh, you know, as if it's real. No, is that, you see that, uh, is that having a baby or is that? No, I think it's just sort of, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, I can't she, she can't see. grasp yeah, it. So, yeah, so. And that's because she's not very well. Like many, many, many things in life, Doctor Who has sort of escaped me till now. <laughs> and um, I know it's really extremely uneducated of me, but there you go. You're having the joy of discovering it for the first time then? Yes. I mean, of course I knew that Tom Baker was Doctor Who once, but I sort of vaguely thought of that in terms of, what did I think Doctor Who was? I kind of, he was sort of a mixture of something out of Robert Louis Stevenson and something like that to me, and The Hound of the Baskervilles, and I, I kind of had him in that sort of area. So, well, given that you didn't really have a connection with it, I find it fascinating, and I'm very pleased, obviously, that you read the uh, Termite Queen part and thought, actually, that's going to be interesting. What was it in it that appealed to you? Going over the top, of course. <laughs> Hamming, having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is voice work something you're quite familiar with that you've done before? Uh, oh, oh, I have done a certain amount of radio, yes. And I like radio. Um... Yeah, I like using all the different elements of whatever it is one has that one brings to acting. Yeah. And obviously voice is a certain very strong part of it all. And I hear that you did offer your natural accent for the part, but the director wasn't interested. Yeah, for some reason he didn't want uh, me to be recording in this voice that I have, my original own voice uh, from the Hurdy-Gurdy land of the Swedish place. Uh, of origin, uh, he didn't seem to bite. He didn't like it at all. Uh, so I had to do Scottish, which I did. <laughs> Michelle Gomez. <laughs> and this is the Scottish accent I ended up doing. That's remarkably realistic. It's quite good, isn't it? Yes. Um, I think a master at accents. 
And uh, so the Scottish one just came to me naturally, really. I don't know why, uh, but, but um, I managed it. So how come you ended up here in the first place? You asked me to come. And I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when things are simple like that. Uh, good. Did you have any preconceptions about what it might be like? No, I never read it. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm, it's all just revealing itself to me now uh, with each scene. Uh, it's very exciting. Excellent. Uh, can I give away anything about yeah, the can, big, yes, the yeah, big things? Yeah, yeah. The big enormous termites, which of course makes me very, very scared. <laughs> um, and yes, running, uh, run, fleeing from termites, huge ones. And I hear that they nibble everything. They nibble here, they nibble there, they nibble everywhere. <sighs> That's very nice smelling cream, by the way. Yes, it's a mixture of uh, lavender and um, ho 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 ho. <laughs> yeah, that one, I know the one. Ho 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 ho. Yes, it's a shame this isn't scratch and sniff because my hands do smell very nice. Maybe we could introduce that as a feature on the CDs. I don't know, scratch and sniff the cast. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, no. don't want to do that. Not with this cast. <laughs> I wouldn't scratch and sniff myself, never mind, <laughs> never mind Sylvester. Have you worked with him before? Never. Oh. Well, but did you think that because all Scottish, I mean, yeah. slash Norwegian, people, people know one another, of course. Live in the same house. Yes. And they all live in the same house. They all live in the same shoe underneath the Clyde Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just noticed a, a sort of... Um, an affinity, you know, yeah. but maybe it was just that it was just nationality. Sort of, it's, it's kind of sort of happy actors all getting on. Yeah, it's it's a good cast, isn't it? Very, very easy, very nice, very, very good, very impressive. I have to say, quite, quite starry. I thought I'll be sitting next to Susanna York. It's uh, amazing. Yeah, I, I'm not. I know it sounds like I'm saying that. That's, that's a joke, but I'm not. I'm actually. No. Be, I always come across really disingenuous, and I'm not. I'm genuinely quite chuffed. That is Scottish for happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, why did you say yes? <laughs> well, actually, you know, I've never. Um, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, and uh, you know, I, and it's just to be part of it, it was. Um, I'm really honoured, actually. It was. Um, um, you know, I was just. I, I kind of jumped at the chance. Actually, I was really, really pleased. Did you always watch it as a kid? Yes, but uh, mostly behind the couch. I was really, this may give away my age, but I was always absolutely terrified of the Zygons. And my brothers, of which I have three, all very naughty brothers, would come <laughs> running at me from all sorts of different places of the flat, uh, uh, saying, the Zygons are coming, the Zygons are coming. And all they had to say was, the Zygons are coming, in a very quiet, hushed, sort of watchy tones. And I literally myself <laughs> quite literally <laughs> it's a terrible period in my life awful you are you know quite a bit about it if you know about the zygons they were only in it once well the zygons were coming you see that's the thing it wasn't just the zygons it was the fact that they were coming oh. that really freaked me out because at any point they could just arrive because they were on their way you see how many years did that threat last for years and years Awful when they actually did come, because um, they didn't look good. <laughs> they'd, they'd obviously come from quite quite a distance because they were extremely dehydrated. 
and uh, you've been watching the new series, have you? No. Oh, <laughs> that's a shame. I'm sticking to my guns, you see. I feel that I should be the next Doctor Who. So uh, out of principle, I'm um, determined not to watch it. Of course, I'm lying. <laughs> I have watched I have watched it and really enjoyed Billy Piper. I loved Billy Piper. She th- I thought she was fantastic. She was great. She yes. was really great. Um, and I'm quite sure I'll enjoy the new girl, but of course, you know, I'll have to sort of not like her out of principle for a little while. And then I'll think, my God, she's so much better than Billy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> and that tenant bloke, um, I mean, that's some serious eyebrow acting. <laughs> Oh my God! Got, I, I'm a great admirer of his eyebrows. That's phenomenal eyebrow mm. work. It really is. Did you have the same problem converting from uh, Chris to David as you anticipate having converting from Billy to the new girl? No, this isn't a lie. I didn't watch it with the other one, oh. Chris guy. What was his? <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Eccleston. Oh yes, him. Um, no, actually, I didn't catch any of that. Um, I, I didn't. Uh, not out of purpose or anything. Not out of spite. You know. You were perhaps busy. I, well, I am. I'm an acting machine. I was very. I was probably acting. Sylvester McCoy. So we've got a classy cast, haven't we? We have. It's classier and classier. I put a story in Doctor Who magazine saying that uh, because you've been working with uh, an international movie star at the Royal Shakespeare Company that we had to lure you back with an equally impressive cast. Because I'm working with Gandalf, Doctor Who and Gandalf. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Thank you for uh, uh, making yourself available because you are very busy with King Lear. I am, yes. I'm, uh, we're going around the world. Uh, Is this America, Australia? Yeah, Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, America. And when are you back? November. All right. Now in the West End of November, presumably, if all goes well. Now, I think it was probably the last time we did one of these little interviews that we talked, you mentioned the business about doing a a silent movie, Doctor Who, and I know that every time you get interviewed, you mention this to people, so we we are definitely doing it. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm... Oh, that's what you're telling me. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you now. We are talking to a writer about it, and we're... Yeah, so that will happen. No, I hope we have ventriloquist dummies and jugglers and, um, you, you know, kind of... The list is getting endless Yes, and, and Ventriloquist dummy now. Yes. A ventriloquist... I can hardly say ventriloquist. Dummy. Well, obviously, you should play the uh, ventriloquist on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be the dummy. Well, no, you know, in radio in the 40s and 50s, there was a very famous ventriloquist dummy on the I know, radio. Ar- Archie... Archie Andrews. Yeah. 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 OK, any, any more impossible things for us to do? <laughs> so this one. Um, Valhalla. Yes. Discuss. Discuss. Yes. Well, it's um, it's written by Mark Platt, who wrote Gas- Ghostlight. I know he said Gaslight. That's the other <laughs> Ghostlight. And um, you know, it's, uh, he's a really great writer. And I, well, I remember thinking that of all the ones I did, he wrote for the Doctor really rather well, and uh, he's written for the Doctor. And this one, I think, really great as well. He's got the kind of quality of the kind of light-hearted comic side, but at the same time, there's an underlying feeling of loneliness, and you know, the kind of uh, there's a mystery as to why the Doctor's there, and you feel that, um, and he's on his own, his companion, unless, which is something I kind of quite wanted to do. Not that I don't want to not have companions. It was just like I'd like to see what would happen because yeah. when we did the film uh, in Canada, the Paul McGann film. It was quite interesting, just those first 10 minutes. They thought, I'd really like to explore this a bit more. So mm. this is part of the exploration. Yes, well, and we, we've taken that desire seriously because the next one you're doing as well is yeah. 
you on your own yeah. in, a, in a different way. But I know you haven't seen that. We're giving you the script today. All right. So I'm talking about it now. You might just refuse to do it. <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> um, but you kind of end up with... It's interesting, isn't it, that you end up with a companion in this. In this one, yes. I suppose it's... um. It, yes, it, it seems to be, you know, the way of it, really. That some. But then she ends up not wanting to go with you. No. So she's obviously quite wise, and um, <laughs> she never knows what mess you get into. No, she'll regret it. I can tell you. Uh, Did you know Michelle, who's playing the part? She yeah. she wanted to do it all in a Norwegian accent, apparently. Yes, that's right. Yes, no, I was there when she did it in this Norwegian accent. You know, it was very funny. Um, and. Uh, uh, in a way, it kind of makes sense because of all the strange names, you know, the kind of... But maybe it should be in Russian as well, or German. It's a mixture of Eastern European, definitely, in some areas. But now she's doing it as a Scot. Yes, that's good. And we have to get Scots, as many Scots into Doctor as possible. Well, quite. I still think it's tragic that David Tennant is not doing it like Billy Connolly, because... Um, I just love to hear someone like that come and say, oh, my God, look at that planet, I love it. <laughs> I just love it. It's a nice cast anyway, isn't it? Great, great cast. I mean, a very distinguished cast. I think we've cottoned on to the fact that we've, if we ask people to be in Doctor Who, mostly they're going to say yeah. Yes, I know. That's what, that's how it's developed, hasn't it? I mean, you've had some amazing people play in Doctor Who, uh, the various stories, and it's wonderful. People yeah. are really pleased and delighted to be in it. And, of course, the stories are great. I mean, you know, uh, that's the terrific thing. The writing is... It's so good, and it's the most important thing. Well, there you go. Have you anything further to add? No. It's a very nice pullover you're wearing. Yes, it's cashmere. You're just class. No, I just got it in a sale in Edinburgh. <laughs> I was dead cheap, that was. You would, you would like that wee cashmere jumper? Uh, well, it looks good. Goes with your eyes. No, I don't want the red one. I'll have the blue one. <laughs>